Um, okay. In the meantime, if uh, we're going to try to get Rossi and in the middle of this, we'll also tell you about some things going on. Gator softball uh, getting beaten in Tallahassee by Florida State yesterday, and they have to turn around and play a very good South Carolina team here uh, this weekend. Also, uh, track is going to be hosting the Tom Jones Invitational. Um, and hopefully, uh, trying to get Mouse to come on here to uh, talk about that. But uh, we keep trying. We just hope that uh, it can work out. Some SEC pitching matchups in games Thursday, Saturday. Alabama, Texas A&M. South Carolina at Arkansas. That's the uh, Thursday roundup. But for right now, I'm going to talk a little MLB uh, with a guy who played part of his college career here at the University of Florida. David Ross now joins us. Rossi, it's been a long time. Good to talk to you. How are you? I'm great, buddy. How are you? I'm okay. Thanks for doing this. Um, You know, first 10, 11 games of the baseball season already – uh, Yankees, Red Sox, uh, Arenado going to the mound. What do you make of these first ten games or so? What an exciting time it is to to be doing uh, sports in Major League Baseball for me, especially. Yeah, some uh, timbers are flaring already. Uh, it, it's is always um, you know exciting for fans, and uh, you get the rivalry started really early, especially the Boston Yankee thing. Looks like that's that's back in full swing with the talent those two teams have, and. Uh, but I, I, I'm really focused on the young talent that's in the game right now and the Shohei Otanis and uh, him coupled with Mike Trout. I mean, they're just young talent all over the league, uh, these guys that are super exciting to watch. And um, you're right, man. It's it's a fun time in baseball right now, and we're, we're not even a month in. Pretty cool. You know, I, I, I'm almost reluctant to ask this because I'm a Mets fan, and, and I don't want to jinx them. Because they're off to such a great start. Now they haven't played, you know, great teams yet. But what do you think of their start? Well, they swept the Nationals. I think the Nationals are really good. I think they're a great team, and and actually one of those sleepers that I didn't give a whole lot of credit to because of just because of the health issues that seem to have been creeping up on them. And you saw some in spring training, the things that might have, have alarmed you. But I think Mickey Callaway is doing a phenomenal job. The coach staff he's put together there in New York, uh, and they've got their guys healthy in that pitching staff. When you've got uh, the front-line guys like they have uh, towing the rubber night in and night out with healthy guys, that and even you know Harvey's not even pitching great yet, so um, he's going to be really good. And I think the addition of Adrian Gonzalez, he's playing like the youthful Adrian Gonzalez is always a dangerous at bat when he's healthy. Todd Frazier, I think, has done a phenomenal job in – um, in, uh, in, in the clubhouse as well as, you know, just a staple there at third and with David Wright being uh, just continually out and his health issues. So uh, it's, it's a good time for Mets fans. If they can stay healthy, man, they're going to be in the thick of it for sure. If you are on a team, Rossi, that, and I hate to use this word, but I will, that is tanking or rebuilding, I get it. It's a job. You're getting paid to go out there every day and play a game that, you know, a lot of us would like. But is it difficult as a player playing when you know it's you're not going to compete oh no doubt no doubt and it's it's hard now for me at the in my where i've been through my career and now that i'm out of baseball to even fathom being on a team like that going in with the mindset of we're just here to wait for the, the good young guys to come up and get better 
Um, that's why you don't see a lot of veteran guys on those teams that, that want to win. Um, you see the veteran guys, maybe a role player here and there on those teams, but um, it's just that kind of mindset is, is, is bad. And, and uh, you've got to find a way as a manager and an organization on those teams to put the guys in the right mindset to be building and playing the game the right way because really you're setting the example for those young guys that are going to come up and creating a culture. It's all about creating a culture within the organization about winning and doing things the right way. The talent will come, no doubt. But to go ahead and go out there and say we're not, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of waiting for, you know, uh, 2020 or, or whatever the date may be is just the wrong way to go about it. I don't like these teams that, have, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, I don't like to use the, the term rebuild but or tanking, but that's essentially what it is. So, um, you know, as an organization, you've got to be sending the right message to the media and to your players, uh, no doubt. Uh, in Washington, they replaced Dusty Baker. They replaced Girardi in New York. You know, with a Martinez and guys like that that are younger, maybe more sabermetric-centric. Um, is that necessary, Rossi? Are today's, do they need managers like that where they can more relate to today's player? Um, I don't know if they need. I mean, they would know better than I would. It's hard to think that you can win your division uh, three years in a row uh, in, a, in a World Series like John Farrell did or uh, take your team to uh, one game away from the World Series as Girardi did and, and lose your job. But that's the day and age we're in. And, and the front offices now uh, want guys that are on board with their system and uh, they don't want a whole lot of pushback. I don't think they'd like to. I think a lot of these uh, organizations want to groom a guy that is is their way and has their philosophies. And so when you bring in somebody new, especially with no experience, you're you're going to get that guy that you can mold a little bit into how you want to run things. That being said, I think you know the, the new managers in the game are top-notch and, and are doing a phenomenal job um, and, and learning on the fly. They're going to make some mistakes, but uh, you've got some quality guys like um, Aaron Boone and, and Alex Cora and, and, and the likes of, of the guys that are around that don't have a whole lot of experience, I think. Um, uh, the communication between the younger manager and the player is definitely easier <clears throat> than a guy that, or with a guy that just got the field not too long ago, than maybe an old school manager. When you were in college, it was kind of the gorilla ball era where, you know, David Eckstein hit the ball 500 feet. <laughs> but, but, you know, now, Rossi, it's launch angle, and, you know, you can, a record number of strikeouts, balls not being put in play. Is this good for the game? Um, well, I, who knows? I think with the bats, the pitching has just come, you know, come up uh, a little more in college. But uh, the lot, you know, the launch angle thing. I, it's this stuff goes in cycles. Like when I was coming up, there was you had two seam, you had sinkers and slider pitchers. Nobody was throwing four seam seamers and breaking balls. And now the four seam breaking ball is in vogue because of the low launch angle because. You know, basically hitters made adjustments to those sinkers. I think the adjustment will come back around. The hitters make adjustments to pitchers. You're seeing some pitchers have a lot of success, a lot of strikeouts. Guys are going to start getting on top of the ball a little more again. Still trying to hit the ball out of the ballpark, but um, I think that is something. The launch angle thing is just a, another uh, use of, of different words of, of trying to trying to you know cut the ball in half and get it in the air. Um, with with all the data we have these days, uh, it's it's easy to analyze things. But you got to take, you have to take each player and each individual and kind of mold them into the best them. You can't just create everybody with the same swing. That's not going to work. The thing about the launch angle stuff being taught at a younger age right now is 
there's big, strong men trying to create this long angle to hit the ball a long ways. When you've got younger, uh, less developed players, and whether it's in high school or in college, you know, launch angle may not play for everybody because you may not be the biggest and the strongest you yet. So these guys that hit the ball in the air and it doesn't come down, there's a lot of strength involved and a lot of leverage in that. Interesting. Um, do you miss playing, and did you know it was time for you to stop playing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, well, <laughs> yes, I knew I knew it was time for me to stop playing. It may have been time for me to stop playing a few years earlier, but uh, the Cubs gave me a job, and luckily things worked out there at the end. But um, I, I miss, you know, I don't miss playing. Uh, I wasn't, a, you know, I wasn't a great player, obviously, in the major leagues, and my numbers say that, but I miss I missed the playoffs. When the playoffs came around last year, I really, really missed being in that dugout, you know, working for that goal of trying to win a championship. Those, those things are, are stuff I'll, I'll always miss. That, that atmosphere, the energy in the ballpark, or the way the teams play, that's just my favorite time of baseball. But do I miss grinding in April and May and these cold weather events <laughs> these guys are having right now? No thanks. Uh, last two things. Uh, I, you know, you played at Auburn. You obviously played here. Uh, how'd you react when Florida won the World Series a year ago? I was super excited. I was really excited, man. I I, I consider that place my second home. Uh, I was at Auburn a little bit longer, and uh, I live in Tallahassee, so you know Florida and Tallahassee doesn't really mix. But um, you know, I love Gainesville. I'm coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah, uh, we're having a big reunion. I uh, love. I'm super excited about that. I hang out with with Foggy. Josh Fogg's a good buddy of mine. I always visit him and stay at his house when we're in Tampa. Uh, I was super excited for the Gators. I think, um, you know, I've been in that locker room. They used to have my picture up. I hadn't been there for a few years. But it's always doing a great job there. And the arms and the talent that's coming out of there, I mean, I think they're the, the staple right now for what is college baseball. And, and the, the talent, these pitchers are coming out of there. It's like the number one pick every year seems to be coming out of the rotation at Florida. So uh, I'm super excited, man. It's my, my second home. Um, and excited for the guys there. I just I, college baseball for me and, and Andy Lopez when he coached me. That, that probably taught me more about being a man than even baseball. I learned a lot about growing up, especially at the University of Florida, and what it's like to be a professional and and carry yourself like like a man on and off the field. From Andy Lopez and and the group around there. Hard to believe it's been tw- twenty years though, huh? Don't tell me that. Has it been that long? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that just hit me right in the forehead. Sorry. Golly, 20 years. I, did, I knew we were coming back to the union, but I didn't even realize. This. That's right, that 98 team, man, a special, yeah. special group. Calinote, and um, I started looking around at Jason Gill and, and Matt Siegel, the college coach. And, um, you know, we had Ellis. Uh, I'm just, I make it foggy. I make it to McClendon. I see him every once in a while. He works for the Boris group. Um you know, I see these guys all the time. Casey Smith, D. Nick. Uh, I mean, we had a fun time. Uh, Ryan Glachowski was on our team, and he's been my agent my entire career. And uh, he's, we still uh, are super close, obviously. But, um, man, I have a lot of great memories from that team, and a lot of got great people. Uh, and Wilkie, can't wait to see all those guys uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. And it's actually they're going to be playing Auburn, so it should be a pretty good pretty good matchup. I know Auburn's been playing well, too, and they've got some, some, some uh, arms in there, too. So, uh, I, it's always nice too. Uh, they uh, they seem the Florida seems to get on TV a lot, so I got to watch that Bandy series when they pounded Bandy uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, get to watch them. I saw them in the, in Tennessee. I was watching them play the balls, and uh, it's fun. It's fun to keep track of college baseball and and uh, keep track of the Gators. My last question for you: You're a broadcaster now, Rossi. What's the coolest thing about doing what you're doing now? 
the coolest thing about doing what I'm doing now is just still being able to go around the players and be on the field during batting practice and talk to them and kind of get the inside scoop from the managers. Going in the manager's office, guys, that um, you kind of always looked up to. I got to go in Buck Showwatcher's office and ask him baseball questions. I mean, this guy's seen more baseball than I've even thought about uh, playing. And so when you get to ask some of the greats and the guys that are on the field day in and day out about managing, about coaching, about how to get the best out of players, what they see in the game, what are the – the trends in a good way, the trends in a bad way. It's just nice to be able to pick people's brain about a game that I I love and, and talk about. So uh, it's just cool to be around that group. You know, it's just fun. And then you get to explain it to the audience, which is watching on TV. I think uh, trying to give your side and give a catching perspective for me is fun. I don't know that everybody always hears the catching side of things. So I try to make sure I paint that picture for the audience of what the catcher's thinking in certain situations and, and how the matchup may play out. Was going to be great stuff in a couple of weeks when uh, Rossi and uh, that 98 team is reunited. Lopes coming back, so that'll be a lot of fun. And I hope I can run into you at the ballpark doing the broadcast. So thanks for doing this today, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Anytime, Steve. It's always a pleasure being on. You got it, Rossi. Thank you. David Ross uh, joining us here uh, on Sports Scene. Can we get John's call real quick? All right, John, i got to have you wait. The producer, Rick, says i got to pay a bill here, and when he says to do it, I have to do it. 1217 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Prestige Jewelry, where the answer is always yes. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF.